Welcome to Hope Matters Radio, hosted by your local real estate and finance expert, James Hope. Each week at this time, you'll understand what's really going on in the local real estate market. Whether you need to sell your home for top dollar, refinance, remodel, save money to retire comfortably, or even buy a bargain property in your local area, James Hope has assembled a team of the area's brightest stars in real estate, finance, credit, law, taxes, and home improvement, so you know the whys and how-tos, and will always be one step ahead of everyone else. It's your opportunity to explore the financial concierge model. So let's get started. Here's your host, local real estate and finance expert, James Hope. Welcome to Hope Matters Radio. I'm the mortgage guy, James Hope. We're bringing you the timely truths of what's going on right here at home in the greater Delaware Valley. Throw away the national statistics, throw away the national media, throw away the downtrodden dismay that we're flooded with. Get your head right. Where do you want to be? Who do you need to meet? It's the power of who. And that's what we bring you each week with the wonderful guests, with the advocates, the expert contributors that are partners to the show as well. The most important thing that you can do when you have a question regarding real estate, finance, mortgages, or credit is call 855-775-775. Hope. That's 855-775-4673. I'll personally discuss your situation off air. It's a free consultation to give you peace of mind that people are committed to your success. Justin Galls, our co-host today, is one of our real estate advocates out of the Bucks County area, representing REMAX Center. Uh, so Justin, we're back with Steve Lloyd today. He was on the show with us a couple weeks ago. I know you and I spent many hours discussing uh, a lot of what he had shared. So, uh, Steve, welcome back again. Uh, it was great to have you on the show a few weeks back, and you really shared some great insight on how people can raise capital and invest in the real estate industry. If you could recap some of the items you went over. Yeah, it was uh, great a couple weeks ago. Uh, raising capital has been a big part of my life and my career and uh, definitely has taken me to another level with real estate. And, uh, you know, being able to raise capital, get my deals done faster, knowing that I have the money available to make that quick deal when, uh, you know, when I'm buying from people, they want to get paid. They don't actually want to wait for a mortgage to get done for 40 to 60 or uh, 70 days. Um, if they know that I have cash, I get better deals. So it's the availability of money. And then on the, uh, on the lender side, being able to uh, lend money, um, the money's the key to everything in, in, in purchasing the property. So if you have the availability of the money and you can teach the lender how they can be uh, secured to a piece of real estate. Um, and this lender being an actual individual person or yeah. family. The lender is actually who I borrow money from, uh, who I teach is actually individual people with line of credits on their house, their savings, their IRA money, um, and they can get an eight to 10% return um, secured to a real estate investment um, with collateral. Um, it's really a nice thing to have in your portfolio. Um, and, and that's really how, you know, you talk about people that are really making the serious money in this country. This is how they're doing it with alternative investments. Um, it's not always just uh, the stock markets a, um, can be a long drawn out process over years of uh, valleys and lows and it's an emotional very volatile. thing, you, very volatile that you have to handle. Um, but if you get an eight to 10% return secured to a piece of uh, property, um, Collateral, real something tangible you can walk an out and touch. Yeah, and that's how you can really create your wealth. Uh, just think about making an eight or ten percent return over a twenty-year period with your money. Sure, it's a massive amount of money. We don't learn in school. The government sure as heck doesn't teach us how to leverage OPM, other people's money. Yeah. But that's what you're actually out there doing. Yeah. 
you're helping people make money, and you're making money along the way. Yeah. It's, it's a win-win yeah. for everybody. Yeah, I call it fair exchange. Uh, I think fair exchange is really important um, in life. It's uh, if I can help someone get to where they want to be, uh, they can help me get to where I want to go. And we're going to talk about a lot of paper investments today. That paper really represents quite a bit an earning opportunity for, as you said, the lender, the individual, be it their IRA or the equity in their home being leveraged. Uh, they're going to make a rate of return. You're going to make a rate of return. And a lot of this quote unquote paper that you're going to share, it's actually helping the local community and the people who are in distressed situations right now. It's actually a workout for them to strengthen their situation. Yeah, you know, I have, uh, have a company called Stone Bay Holdings, and uh, you know what happens here is there's a lot of people with a lot of problems with mortgages um, that they got got called in a problem that they weren't able to afford over the past six or seven years, and a lot of the big, the big banks are they have this uh, this debt on their balance sheet of non-performing mortgages, and they're selling it off to hedge funds, and they're sell selling it off to workout companies, and. I am heavily, heavily involved in this. Um, so you're, you're actually helping the banks too unload uh, bad debt. Yeah, helping helping the banks, but really helping the homeowners. You sure. know, the way I look at this, um, if the the bank sells this off, I I'm into the second space where these notes are being sold off on five and ten cents on the dollar. Um, the whole key is here to really um, the win-win is keeping the homeowner. Um, in the house, not for closing on them. If I talk to anybody or anybody wants to get a note from me, if they're, uh, if they're indicating that they're buying a note to foreclose on someone, I will absolutely not do business with them. You have to identify morally and ethically with the people that you're going to work with that it's a win-win full circle. It's not just about instant gratification of, I'll put it very bluntly, screwing somebody else over to, to make your money or their it's money. It's not the way, what, what I want to do with a workout, if I own someone's note at a discount and they're not paying on it, I want to see people get in trouble for three reasons, divorce, health, and job. And it can affect anybody. Um, and it becomes an issue when you have to pay your first or second mortgage. I'm involved with second mortgages, like I said, but when I can buy these uh, mortgages at five or 10 cents on the dollar, and let's just say that homeowner was paying $600 before, Okay. Well, I can help them by reducing their mortgage payment maybe down to 250 or $300 where their original payment was like 600. Um, and you know, they might not have paid, uh, you know, two or three years on their mortgage and they have $16,000 worth of arrears. Well, if they start paying, maybe we just eliminate the arrears or we put the arrears um, that they owe on the back end of the mortgage so maybe they can pay down you know, further down the line when their, their job situation or their divorce is over or their health situation is better. But it's really nice to talk to somebody that's been um, uh, paying 600, they defaulted on their mortgage, and then someone like me comes in and says, hey, I know you're in a distressed situation. Let's talk about how we can reduce your mortgage payment. We know um, you have problems going on. And when they hear that, you know, we're willing to take a $200 mortgage payment versus the $600 payment that they had, um, it's very encouraging to them that they can stay on their home because you're affecting people's families. They're, you know, if they're married with kids, they if they lose their home, it just hurts the whole economy. You know, the house is going to sit vacant if it's foreclosed on. The, the kids, spiral. yeah, the kids aren't going to be able to go to the same school district. They're not going to have the same friends. They're going to lose the biggest asset that they have in their life. So it's definitely self-rewarding when you can buy the paper, make a return on your money. Um, and get that person back up on their feet in pain. It's almost like a fresh start program. Sure, and uh, not to take it to too far uh, in-depth in look, but 
that bank that's taking the haircut where they're selling, you know, this this note or this obligation of repayment for five or ten cents on the dollar. There's a lot of TARP money in the background. There's government insurance uh, on a lot of these things to some extent. So everybody's made whole or they're better off at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the banks have to get this off their books, um, this bad debt off their books so they can't borrow more money from the Fed. Um, and then the uh, either the workout company or the hedge funds going to take that and they're going to create a workout with the homeowner. And then I'm more on the end, I, I actually don't want to do the workouts with the homeowners. It's not really where I fit in. Um, after that non-performing no company creates that workout, I actually uh, buy the paper when it's performing again. Repurchase it after it's cleaned up. Yep. After that cleanup period's done and the person's paying on their mortgage for at least three to four months, then that's where I'll come in and I'll purchase the note so the non-performing note company can get their money back. So I just love holding the mortgage. So Collecting the checks. I, we just really collect the checks and we have a system to it. You know, most people don't realize when they're, when they're paying their mortgage company, they're not really actually paying the mortgage company directly. Correct. They're actually paying a servicing company. We know we use FCI out in Anaheim, California. They collect all our mortgages, um, and then well, uh, almost, you actually own. The, I actually own yeah. the note. I own the paper. I have the lien to the property, and uh, we're getting 18 to 22 percent returns on our money. We're keeping the homeowner in the property. Um, the bank got rid of their bad debt. The workout company made their spread. Um, FCI, they're collecting the mortgage for us, and I get mortgage payments almost every single, almost every single day of the month. You're listening to Hope Matters Radio. Great start as we revisit Steve Lloyd and his ability to raise capital in what I call the private space. What's that? It's your money. It's the equity that's sitting dead in your house right now. It's your IRA that's underperforming, not performing, or losing. How does that money get to work? It's by involving the right professionals, such as Steve Lloyd, through his company, through his expertise. So it's what you can do today to stimulate the economy and make a boatload of cash on your cash that's sitting there dead. When you have questions, call 855-775-4673. 4673 spells hope. It's what I'm going to share with you for a brighter future. Stay tuned when we come back. It'll be real-time real estate. And then Justin Gall of Remax Center, I'll jump back into the nitty gritty with Steve Lloyd. Hope Matters Radio is brought to you by the Real Estate Radio Network. Visit hopemattersradio.com for more information. That's HopeMattersRadio.com. We'll be right back. You know what I love about this real estate business? My clients. He found a great spot for us. We love this house. I'm Mr. Northeast Joe Cunningham from Remax Eastern. I was born and raised in Northeast Philly. My kids are growing up here. This community is unbelievable. It's just that perfect neighborhood that, you know, you're not going to find anywhere else. Visit JoeCSells.com to learn more. You're not only getting a realtor, you're getting a good friend out of it, too. Or call Joe at 215-961-6011. Hope Matters Radio of the Real Estate Radio Network of the Greater Delaware Valley is hosted by local real estate and finance expert, James Hope. The purpose of the show is to help consumers understand what's really going on in the local real estate market. We're teaching you the why and how to, so you'll always be one step ahead of everyone else. Whether you need to sell your home for top dollar, refinance and save money, or even buy a bargain in the Philly area, James Hope can help. Call James directly at 855 775 
HOPE. That's 855-775-4673. Take advantage of speaking with James anytime you're entering a real estate transaction. Having someone that can answer all of your questions and that truly cares about you and your family's best interest is priceless. Call James Hope today and you'll be glad you did. 855-775-HOPE. That's 855-775-4673. Or visit HopeMattersRadio.com. That's HopeMattersRadio.com for more info. Inaccuracy, uncertainty, and fraud. If you're a loan officer, realtor, or attorney, those are unacceptable conditions that result when something falls through the cracks. You know how important it is to have the right people on your team. That's why top professionals in the housing market count on Harvard Abstract when they need thorough and accurate title searches. Every detail from mortgages to judgments are uncovered. Servicing the tri-state area since 2002, the professionals at Harvard Abstract pride themselves on customer service, including fast and accurate turnarounds and anytime closings. Harvard Abstract services include title insurance, searches, conveyancing, preparation of closing costs with lender, charges for residential and commercial refis and purchases, as well as reverse mortgages. Assistance with 1031 exchanges also available. Put Harvard Abstract on your team. Call Harvard Abstract today at 215-442-7840. That's 215-442-7840. Hi, this is Paul Augustine, associate broker with the Paul Augustine team at Keller Williams Real Estate. We're a full-service real estate firm based out of Horsham, Pennsylvania. Since 2004, we've been serving Buxom Montgomery counties, and I'm proud to say that our clients consider us the best in the business. At the Paul Augustine team, we pride ourselves on finding out what your needs and goals are. From there, we'll advise you as to your options and guide you through the process, educating you each step of the way so that you're well-informed and empowered to make the right move. Check out our website, theaugustineteam.com, for more great info, or get in touch with me at 215-784-5272. That's 215-784-5272. Find your way home with the Paul Augustine Team. Now, back to the Hope Matters Radio Show with financial expert James Hope. Each week at this time, it's real-time real estate, whether you are active in the market or will be soon. Your success when buying, selling, or investing in real estate is dependent on staying ahead of the market. Making the informed decision in an ever-changing market can be done with the help of the Delaware Valley's top real estate agents who are part of the Hope Matters Radio team. Here's Joe Cunningham from the Joe Cunningham team of Remax Eastern with this week's Real-Time Real Estate Report. Greetings to all our friends and family in the Delaware Valley. I am Mr. Northeast Joe Cunningham, and as usual, I am fired up to be here. Today I'm going to talk about the positive points of selling or buying a home in the winter. Yes, old man winter is right around the corner, folks. Regardless of the time of year, there are always buyers on the hunt for a home of their own. Believe it or not, I have seen some really good benefits to selling in the winter. Number one is that there is much less competition. There are usually less homes on the market at this time of year as many people wait until the more traditional spring market to list. Use this time to your advantage. Fewer homes for sale means that your home will stand out. While there may be fewer buyers, my experience tells me that people out shopping in the snow are much more motivated 
and often want to close quickly. They want to buy and they want to buy now. So some homes actually show better in the wintertime. People can often see themselves snuggled up in a cozy home and take advantage of the holidays. People love to see themselves decorating these homes and celebrating with their families. Now you can take advantage of the drop in temperature to improve the marketability of your home by certainly enhancing its warmth and ambiance. First of all, you gotta maintain your walkways and driveways. You don't want anybody falling down before they can even get in. Maybe even make a snowman to direct them to the front door. Make sure the extra winter clutter, like the shovels, salt, boots, are not piled up near the front door like they are at my house. You can make it even more cozier by hanging a wreath on the door, having logs in the fireplace, and make sure to turn up the heat. Just keep in mind that buyers will probably have their coats on, so don't sweat them out. Lastly, remember, it's pretty dark in the wintertime, even during the day, so make sure to have plenty of lights to showcase your home. Let's finish up with how buyers can take advantage of the winter market. Less competition often means that you may not be in a multiple offer situation for a great home. This can help avoid what is often an unsettling situation for many buyers. Also, your lender and title company can often get the loan processed a little bit quicker since there are fewer buyers to deal with. You will also be able to take full advantage of tax credits available for your home, such as home mortgage interest, real estate taxes, and PMI premiums the following year since they are over a longer period of time. And finally, you are often more likely to see homes at their very best. Since many people have their family and friends over for the holidays, chances are the home will be clean, organized, and adorned with festive decorations, maybe even an Eagle Super Bowl ring. Until we meet again, this is Mr. Northeast Joe Cunningham, and I am never too busy for you or your referrals. Real estate is one of the biggest things that you either have in your portfolio, you should put in your portfolio, or you should leverage within your portfolio. When you have questions, if you wanna get connected with one of our local area experts, our real estate advocates, visit hopemattersradio.com to learn more about our guests and our expert contributors. They're here to support you to figure out where you are and where you'd like to be. So Justin, as we jump back into this whole idea of borrowed money, leveraged money, raising money, Getting it invested really is at the end of the day. So Steve Lloyd has uh, us on the right track. What are we doing? Yeah, Steve, some great content so far. Let's get into the private placement sector, sort of, if you could elaborate on that a bit. Yeah, that's really how I raise money now, through private placement memorandums. And if you're going to get into these, if you're going to uh, get into raising money uh, 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 beyond more than one person, you're actually creating a security. You're creating a public offering. Um, and you need the right securities attorney to make sure you follow the law and have your property uh, risk disclosure. So, you know, uh, in, in our funds, we only raise money from accredited investors. So, and an accredited investor is someone that makes, uh, they have a million dollars worth of assets or they make $200,000 a year if they're single or if they're married, they have to make $300,000 a year. So, you know, through the private placement, um, the memorandum is this disclosing to, giving all your risk factors, your disclosures, um, you're showing the investor what they're investing in, what could the problems be, 
who they're investing with, you know, my bio's in there, what I've done, how I'm doing it, what we're buying. We basically buy real estate and we buy um, reperforming second mortgages. And, you know, there's some, can be, uh, the accounting could be in there. It's just showing you, it's actually really about 108 pages, but it's really getting into the nuts and bolts of what you're raising money for. Um, uh, but it's really when you, you're, you know, when you get into two or three or four or 10 or 15, 20, 30, 40 people, you're creating a public offering and there's risk to factors that you really need to show people. And as Steve shares, getting an attorney involved, making sure the contractual obligations, the contracts are in place to keep everything, even Stephen, is so important. Ingrid Welsh of Cozen O'Connor was here just a few weeks ago sharing her expertise in that space. That's what she does all day long. When you have questions or if you'd like to get connected with her, or certainly Steve, to discuss how this all works, how you can get your money out there and be protected, call 855 775 Hope. That's 855-775-4673. So Steve, as we look at this place and raising capital, the contractual obligations, where do we go? So, you know, when we, when we, you have the, uh, the private placement and we have investors coming in, a lot of the investors that uh, invest in the private placements, um, they won't, they don't want to do all the work. So, you know, that's where I come in and running the fund um, and buying the assets um, to be able to give the investor you know, a, a fair return on their money. Um, we go and we'll buy a really good piece of real estate. Um, we might actually rehab that property and um, sell that property or we might hold it in the portfolio. You know, a, another thing that we love to do is we love to own the mortgages, the reperforming mortgages where, you know, we've created a workout with somebody and um, to keep them in their home and they're, they're paying on their mortgage and we're getting 18 to 20% returns um, on that workout. And then it just throws, flows through the private placement um, and, and, the, and the investors gets an 8 to 10% return and it works really well. And when you're talking about notes or these re-performing assets uh, or mortgages, they can be sold at any time to another investor that may want to take that over if you find uh, you know, the need to move capital up. And they come in all varying lengths. They could be uh, 5 years, 10, 15, 20, 30 years in length, so your rate of return is earned over uh, a multitude of different time frames. Yeah, here's what's really, really cool. If I buy a, a mortgage, um, usually I buy mortgages at like 45 or 50 cents on the dollar. So I might pay $20,000 for a mortgage and the payoff is 40. Okay. Okay, what you have to realize is you can look at your own amortization table to probably make you a little upset how much interest you're actually paying towards the principal. Uh, so when we get these, when okay. we get these mortgages, when we get the mortgages worked out, you know, their payment could be 300 towards that 20,000, but there's really only about $15 coming off of the 20,000. So let's think about this. So let's just say I buy a note for $20,000 and the homeowner's been paying $300 for six or seven years. We'll take $15, you know, in a year is only about 170 yeah. bucks. Take that out five years, that's about $800 that came off of that $40,000 mortgage. So they still owe about $39,000. So if I'm getting an 18 to 20% return or a 22% return, after that note's been performing for a year or two, I could actually sell that note okay, for what I paid for that note five years, but I collected $300 worth of payments for five years. Wow. Does wow. that get you guys? Does that guy get you guys excited? <laughs> sure. And you actually bring up another point. So if somebody were paying, let's say it's a $40,000 loan, they're paying $600 a month and it's a 10-year repayment, 
part of the workout could be that you reduce the debt load to 30,000, take that 10 year repayment, stretch it out over say 20 years. You're now lowering the payment, you've lowered the principal, and you've actually stretched out the earning rate of return that you can now generate for your portfolio. And you've helped everybody tenfold over. Yeah, I mean, you actually want to do help the homeowner. Um, but in our situation, you know, if we have a note that's been performing for uh, over a year, good pay history, it's all in the pay history, and I'm getting a 20% return on that note, I can actually sell that note to somebody, I'm sure someone would love like a 10 or a 12% return, um, and they could even buy that note in their IRA. Um, so that's about a 10 or 12,000, $13,000 profit margin for us if we want to sell that note. But really for us is about holding the paper over a long period of time. It creates what's called passive income, or, or I call it the set it and forget it income. It's Steve-less. Steve doesn't have to do anything except look at his bank account as the payments are automatically uh, credited on a monthly basis. You're listening to Hope Matters Radio. Great show as we're figuring out how do we get your money to work for you? How do we raise capital? Once we have the capital, what do we go and invest in? How do we diversify the risk in our portfolio by having something tangible that we can walk up to, we can touch it, taste it, feel it, whatever you want to throw at it. So the most important thing you can do to get involved is call 855-775-HOPE. That's 855-775-4673. We can connect you with Steve Lloyd to learn more about getting your portfolio to perform for you. When we come back in just a minute, it's the word on wealth as we learn about what we need to know in the economic landscape to capitalize on our investments, our portfolio, and to continue to elaborate on what Steve's sharing with us about a specific piece of the puzzle. When you have questions, call 855-775-HOPE. That's 855-775-4673. We'll be right back as Justin Gall of Remax Center and I continue the questions and answers with Steve Lloyd. Hope Matters Radio is brought to you by the Real Estate Radio Network. Visit HopeMattersRadio.com for more information. That's HopeMattersRadio.com. We'll be right back. Now back to the Hope Matters Radio Show with financial expert James Hope. When it comes to your money, it's important to keep a watchful eye and ear on what's going on in the markets and around the world. Each week at this time, Hope Matters Radio brings you Word on Wealth. Helpful tips for you to grow, protect, and plan for your financial future. If you can't confidently say your current plan is a 10, this is for you. Now, here's estate planning attorney, Ron Fenstermacher, of the law office of Ronald W. Fenstermacher, Jr. Whenever I speak, I stress the importance of seeking professional advice and planning for the future. Perversely, I'm going to talk to you today about a scenario where it may have been better for someone not to have planned and not to have had a will. A few years ago, married clients came in for new wills. They were elderly and had married each other later in life. This was the second marriage for both of them. Each had children from a prior marriage. The wife had significant assets. The husband had relatively few assets but had a nice pension income. They wanted to make sure that the survivor had enough to live on, but each wanted his or her own children ultimately to take their assets. This wasn't an unusual situation. In fact, it's quite common. What do we recommend? Since we never know which spouse is going to die first, we recommended that each create a trust under his or her will for the survivor. The income would be distributed to the survivor and the trustee would have discretion to distribute principal if necessary. On the death of the survivor, the survivor's children would receive his or her assets outright, the trust would terminate, and the trust assets would pass outright to the first spouse's children. 
So if the wife survived the husband, his assets, little as they were, would remain in trust for her. On her death, the husband's assets would pass to his children, and the wife's more significant assets would pass to her children. Similarly, if the wife died first, her assets would remain in trust for the husband, he would be taken care of, but on his death, the wife's assets would pass to her children. Seems fair, right? No matter which spouse died first, the trust would be created for the survivor, but ultimately each spouse's assets would pass to his or her own children. Well, the clients didn't want to com complicate things with trust. They said that since the husband was in very poor health and would surely die before the wife, they just wanted to keep it simple and leave everything outright to the survivor in both wills. When the survivor died, and they expected the wife to be the survivor, her estate would pass entirely to her children because a husband would not have survived her. We tried and tried to convince them this was not a good idea, that no one knows what may happen or who will die first, and that if the wife should happen to die first, her estate would go to her husband and eventually to his children and not to hers. But they wouldn't change their minds. They were just convinced that the husband would die first and they wanted to keep things simple. Since that's what they wanted, we prepared the wills for them. Sometime later, we received the call. The wife had died. So according to her will, all of her assets passed outright to her husband. Her husband died several months later, and all of his assets, including the assets he inherited from his wife, passed outright to his children. The wife's children received nothing. They weren't happy, but there was nothing we could do. Would the wife's children have been better off if their mother had not had a will, but had died in testate? Yes. Under the Pennsylvania intestacy laws, which determine who receives what if someone dies without a will, the husband would have received half of the wife's estate and her children would have split the other half. So yes, they would at least have received half of her assets instead of none. Now, lest you think I'm actually advocating not planning, the wife's children would have been far better off and her intentions would have been carried out if she had taken our advice and created a trust for her husband with the remainder going to her children at his death. The husband would have been taken care of during the rest of his life, but on his death, the wife's children would have received her assets, which is really what she wanted. The lesson from this is that we don't know what will actually happen, so that we really do need to plan for various possibilities. In that way, we can at least try to ensure that what we want to happen will happen. Thank you so much. The word on wealth is so important. As we look at you know a weekly snapshot of what we should be focused on, what we should be asking the professionals that uh, we've employed. Hey, maybe you have the right professionals, maybe you don't. Here's the moral of the story. If you can't clearly answer that your portfolio is performing on a scale of one to 10, out of 10, you owe yourself a phone call to figure out why it isn't or to make sure that it truly is. If you're going to go to the doctor and they said that you had to have your leg amputated, I can guarantee you would probably go get a second opinion, you'd go get a third opinion. And the unfortunate part is that third opinion might tell you that you don't have to have your leg amputated, that it's only a hangnail that you have. That's what we have to do. We have to vet out the information. We can't make rash decisions. Starts at the phone call, off air to 855-775-HOPE. That's 855-775-4673. Justin, as we get back to this whole discussion of getting our money to work for us with Steve Lloyd, we got to look at a couple of the other facets, uh, risk diversification. I mean, we keep saying that. How do we limit the risk? So what do you, what do you think? Well, yeah, Steve, uh, the main question we have is warranties and, and what happens in the case of that someone does default on one of these loans? Yeah. In our situation, um, we like the fun companies that are doing the non-performing, like I said before. And what we do is we buy all the performing notes. And that takes a lot of risk out of it because if you buy pools of non-performing, you know, if you buy 10 of them, you know, three, you're not going to be able to get worked out. Three, people are going to start paying right away. And, and three, it's going to take six to nine months to create a workout. So I really don't want to be on that side of it. 
I'd rather just be on the side of when it's performing. And what we do is uh, we uh, we command a, a warranty with the people that we buy from. And and how that works is, you know, if I buy a note for twenty thousand dollars and the payoff is forty thousand dollars, okay, and the homeowner's payment is three hundred dollars. Now I own this note. Now I I bought it from the workout company. They'll pay three hundred dollars a month, and let's just go out twelve months. So that's thirty six hundred dollars. Okay, and let's just say the homeowner completely disappears. Let's just say he's completely gone. He's never going to pay again. So what happens for us is this is how the, the warranty works: is uh, there's sixteen four left of my investment. So I paid twenty thousand dollars. The homeowner paid three hundred dollars a month. That's thirty six hundred dollars in a year, and I still have an investment of sixteen four. And the homeowner disappears. The workout company will either give me another note to buy, and I can have a sixteen four note credit towards that note. Or they'll just write me back a check for sixteen four. So for I have to. It's all about protecting my investors in the fund. So the warranty almost becomes an insurance policy. To it really some is. Extent. Yeah, okay. yeah and, it, and, it, and it works out great. So the only thing I could possibly lose is my potential profit on the deal. So, but after someone's been paying for six or nine months on a, uh, a reforming workout, then you're really looking good that that person could afford that payment over a long period of time. So in theory, if we had $20,000 sitting in our checking or savings, it's earning zero. We already discussed that it's actually probably losing 3% per year because of inflation. Investing this money into something that has this warranty behind it, the worst case is you find out nine months, 12 months later that it's not performing. You get your money back or you trade into one that is performing. And along the way, you can pick up a rate of return. Yeah, I mean, if you buy a, a, a re-performing note, you can get into the first market or the second market. I play in um, the second market because the, uh, the entry point, the purchase price is a lot lower um, than it is in the first market. And if you're on the non-performing um, first market, then you're kind of really turning into an REO company. And what I mean by that, if you go in and buy non-performing first, probably about 30 to 35 percent um, of those notes that you buy, you're going to be taking back the property. And I actually don't want to be a property owner. I'd rather just be a note holder. And Steve, just to clarify, when we talk about first and second position notes, uh, when somebody purchases a property, they go to uh, a bank, a mortgage company, they take out a first position mortgage, meaning it has the first right to take that property in the event of default or foreclosure. The second note or the second position means that that could be a home equity loan. It could be a home equity line of credit. In theory, they could go out to three or four positions secured against that house. So you're you're delving into uh, the arena that has the least amount of strings attached to uh, the property, to process, to litigation, uh, all kinds of different facets that go along with real estate and, and financing. Yeah, I mean, we're a lot of people are in the first market, but uh, the the reason why we're in the second market is because the point of injury is a lot lower. Now, you can still have uh, people just think because you're in second mortgage, you you, you don't have any foundation. Um, but if you're in, if you're in uh, um, first uh, second position and you want to, if the people aren't paying you, you can always. Um, take over the first. You can pay towards the arrears of the first to get that call back up so the first doesn't foreclose. You can actually uh, uh, buy, you got to buy out the first mortgage to get to the house, but that's really not. You could, in theory, buy the first mortgage pennies on the dollars to protect your position that's on right. the second. And, and it all comes down in the, in the second mortgage's equity. Okay, we're looking to see how much equity is in the property, but you have to remember if there's a first mortgage 
going to explain this. If the value of the house is um, $300,000 and then there's a first mortgage for $200,000 and the second mortgage that I buy was sold at a discount for say $10,000, well, we just created $90,000 worth of equity. And that's the important part is not, we always think in a derogatory sense that a property is underwater because we've come through uh, such a mess. Uh, short sale is such a big term. Foreclosure is such a big term. Underwater is such a big term. There are sometimes where there could be $100,000 on the first position mortgage, 50000 on the second, and the property is worth a million dollars. So, yes, would that be an extreme to the other end? Absolutely. When somebody hears that the bank wants to take their house, that is absolutely not the case. They're looking for the rate of return that's earned by having lent money. They don't want to own the property. They don't want to be in the space of REO or real estate owned. Uh, as you had alluded to, that first position mortgage holder in theory has as much exposure, if not more, in a lot of instances. Yeah, I mean, you ha you have to look at equity when you're buying these uh, these non-performing notes. But you know, the the economy is coming back. The value of the home. So a lot of people were buying in California notes in California, in Florida, in Arizona, and the people that bought these non-performing notes three or four years ago are really happy because a lot of the values came back. So that increased the value of the note. But just remember, when you're working with someone with a workout, and you the objective is to keep them in their home. You know, nobody wants to lose their home. Um, and there's actually, even if there's, uh, I have notes that, I, that don't have any equity at all and maybe are upside down 20 or 30 grand. That doesn't mean just because you're upside down on your house, you're gonna stop paying. You know, you, you, have, you, ha you have an obligation to pay that mortgage and you have to live somewhere. So it's still better than losing your home and going rented over a long period of time. You know, with ever an investment that they're waking in real estate or buying notes or we're talking about equity going up and down, we really have to see where we're gonna be and we don't always know where we're gonna be 10 or 15 years out. So I can tell you right now, you know, I have a house in Wildwood you know, I bought it for like $475,000. The value went down, um, you know, six years ago, went down $100,000. I cried for a day. I got some <laughs> tissues. Um, but I knew that I wasn't leaving the home. I wasn't going to sell the house for maybe 15 or 20 years. So almost the full value of what I paid for it seven or eight years ago um, is back. And you're, we're just talking with emotions here. Sure. But an investment's over a long period of time. So what Steve is sharing is that we have to put on the right set of glasses to look at the overall situation with the right perspective. Put on glasses that are tinted purple, you're going to see purple. You put glasses on that are tinted red, you're going to see red. The most important thing is to collect people along the way. People and professionals in your portfolio are the guiding hand that determines your outcome. Call 855-775-HOPE. That's 855 775 4673. Certainly visit hopemattersradio.com to learn more about today's guest, Stephen Lloyd, or certainly about our co-host and one of our real estate advocates, Justin Gall. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute as we continue to figure out how to get your money to work for you and bettering the community in which we live with every step. Hope Matters Radio is brought to you by the Real Estate Radio Network. Visit hopemattersradio.com for more information. That's hopemattersradio.com. We'll be right back. How can you net the most for your home? Hi, this is Marie Gordon. And Sarah Moyer of Berkshire Hathaway Fox & Roach. There are three factors that you can control in the sale of your home. How it is presented 
how it is promoted, and how it is priced. It's never too early to start preparing. Call 610-293-3888 and we'll send you our top 10 things you can do now to get the most value for your home. So call 610-293-3888 today. Hi, I'm Ian Meyerdirks, founder of I Am Wealth Partners. I'm a financial planner and I can help you. At I Am Wealth Partners, we are an independent firm that takes the mystery out of financial planning. We work closely with our clients to create strategies for real life, college, cars, daycare, home improvements, vacation homes, retirement, whatever your goals and dreams. We believe in and utilize a proprietary holistic approach, which we call the financial concierge, that looks at the big picture and helps you make smart decisions for spending, saving, and protecting your wealth, both today and tomorrow. So what's your plan? At I Am Wealth Partners, our planning models guide financial recommendations based on economic and mathematical formulas, not guesswork. We believe in fact, not opinion. And most importantly, we believe in building lifelong relationships with our clients, providing highly personalized service that starts with creating and then continually assesses your financial plan. I'm Ian Meyerdirks, founder of I Am Wealth Partners. Talk to me. I can help. You can call me at any time, 610-650-1848. 610-650-1848. Hello, this is Justin Gall of the Justin Gall Group and top producing team at REMAX Center in Bucks County. Whether you are a first-time home buyer, seasoned real estate investor, or considering selling your home, I'd like to introduce my team and I to you and show you why the Justin Gall Group experienced a record-breaking year with our team's client-first business model that ensures a smooth and pleasurable experience. Our team's main focus is based on building a strong and trustworthy relationship. Even though real estate is a transactional business, we like to build and maintain relationships before, during, and well after the property is settled. There's a lot of questions and concerns about the real estate market these days. So when you're ready to buy or sell a home and you want a top-notch experience, don't forget to give Gall a call at 215-837-4656. That's 215-837-4656. The Justin Gall Group, 215-837-4656. For years, Gateway Funding has been opening doors to home ownership for thousands of people by offering the kind of comprehensive services you'd expect from one of the largest privately held mortgage companies in the United States. And now Gateway is opening even more doors to help home buyers with free home warranty coverage. It's a top-tier plan that includes coverage on all the major home systems and appliances in your home. If you're buying a home, make sure to call 855-775-HOPE to ask for details about the mortgage with the free home warranty. That's 855-775-4673. And get connected to the best realtor in your area by calling the same number, 855-775-HOPE. Home warranty is a product of Global Home USA for qualified buyers only. Call for details and availability in your area. Gateway Funding Diversified Mortgage Services, LP, NMLS, number 1071. You're listening to the Real Estate Radio Network of the greater Philadelphia area. Hope Matters Radio with local expert James Hope. Now, here's James. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in to Hope Matters Radio. Remember, I'm James Hope, the Mortgage Guy. I'm committed to your success. It's delivering the timely truths about real estate, finance, and credit that's so important to me. It's why I go to the lengths that I do to bring in the best guests, align myself with the right advocates for making sure you're well-informed. We all go to the next level together. Call 855-775-HOPE. That's 855-775-4673 when you have questions. Justin, overwhelming amount of information here. 
Yeah, Steve, thanks. Uh, as we recap both, both shows here and really the great information you've given us, both in the investment opportunity side, raising capital and what that can do for people, really what's at the root of this all? You know, what the root of it all is just informing people through real estate and lending and private lending and making money on their money and their their self-directed IRAs and using their home equity line of credits. You know, a lot of these things are scary to people, but you know, wealth is a lot of this wealth in this uh, through entrepreneurs is created through alternative investments. And there's so many good alternative investments in, out there. And one of them is, uh, you know, real estate. A big core of my uh, portfolio that I never thought I would get into would be student housing at Temple University. Um, you know, I built duplexes and triplexes there um, where the students, uh, the parents save for two things. They save for the education and they save for the housing there. And what I did was in, in that situation, I built duplexes, triplexes, and, you know, I charged by the room, you know, and the people that invest with me get the benefit through that, through, you know, me building those properties and me creating lenders and then and them being my bank. So I was able to get those properties built. But, you know, uh, when you talk about student housing, there's a 1% one one default rate in student housing. Um, and the parents do save for the education um, in the room and board. And I actually charge between $500 and $650 for a bedroom. So if you have a duplex and there's eight bedrooms and you're getting uh, 600 hours a bedroom, that's 4,800 hours a month, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. And uh, Sure beats renting yeah. it for $1,200 to a family. <laughs> yeah. And then you go and you, uh, you know, if I built that through private money where my investors are getting an 8 to 10% return, you know, secured to the asset, um, and then I go to one of the local community banks and I create that equity and I pay that, pay my investors back. Um, and we're into a note, a note in a mortgage. It's a mortgage. It's only uh, you know four percent. You're creating the equity, and you're creating a massive cash flow. Um, and we've built a probably a, we've owned probably forty to forty-five buildings down there in the Temple area. And you can't beat that default rate. It's probably mainly because of parents co-signing on those leases, correct? To, yeah, to the, the banks the banks love it because not only do the students have to sign. Okay, we're talking about kids that are eighteen years old, not a whole lot of credit history. But for every uh, student that we have, the parents have to co-sign and be the guarantor on the lease, and it's extremely powerful. And through the duplexes and triplexes and quadruplexes that we have, um, they, the kids have a sense of home. They're not living in a dorm. Uh, they're not going to the eighth floor, and they're not sharing a bathroom with seven other kids or eight other kids. Um, they the have that intimacy that... Um, you know, I have to tell you that they use the basement as their little social room and their little, sure. not that the kids in college party a little bit, but <laughs> we've had had these problems. But it's really, you know, the biggest question I always get with student housing is, oh, the kids destroy the property. It's just not true. Some of them do. You're going to have bad apples in every group that you have. But, you know, on a, on a, on a building where we have a duplex and we command $4,800 in rent, we also comes with a $5,000 um, security deposit. So if somebody breaks a door and I pay $90 for that door, you know, I'm going to charge them $150. So it actually becomes, if they damage anything, it actually becomes a profit center. But what I want to get back, you know, get back to just saying that, you know, as I formed all these private investors that I've been using over the past 10 years, you know, here's people um, that they have savings, um, the savings are for vacations, for their retirement, for their kids' uh, education. Um, it's so valuable to them to be a part of the process where 
uh, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, I used to go to, you know, the PNCs and the normal banks for financing, but now they can be involved in a secure situation and really get a great return on their money. And if they learn, uh, I brought it up a couple times, if they learn about self-directed IRAs, if they go out and do a seminar with Camaplan out in Bluebell, which is pretty close to here, they can they can make an 8 to 10% return on their self-directed IRA. And that's a, trim, a powerful, powerful tool and over 10 to 15. And a consistent 8 to 10% return. Right yeah, you, you know, a lot of people don't want to be in that stock market anymore where it's going up and down and it's wave and, you, you know, it goes down 10% and you got to think, oh, now what do I do? Do I, hold, you know, do I hold it? Do I sell it? Uh, but when you get into the 20% loss, that's when people start to panic. And really, you have to have the Warren Buffett to be able to have the uh, mentality, the mental mentality to go in there and buy something that's just lost 20 or 25% of its value. And it's hard for someone. And they get scared that they're going to lose their retirement money and they sell at the worst time. But if we can just get a consistent, you know, my investors want just a consistent return over time. And that's what create, creates wealth. You know, there's so many people that just really concentrate on their regular paycheck that comes in every day, that pays their mortgage, that pays for their kids, that pays for their cars, pays for their gas and their groceries. And they put, the, they put this 10% over in their, in their IRA account, their retirement, and they don't pay attention to it. They just think the economy, they just think the government's going to take care of this over time because everybody on the street's doing the same thing. Well, the guy on the street that's doing alternative investments is really making, a lot, making it a lot better than everybody else that's just uh, running with the cattle and investing in, in uh, you know, stocks and mutual funds. Sure, and letting other people take their money from them through fees and, and all the rigmarole that goes yeah. along with it. Uh, Steve, I think one of the most important things that you shared is helping people become their own bank, the leverage of OPM, other people's money. If we look at literally every sports stadium around the country, whose name is on it? A bank's, a financial institution's, Citizens Bank Park, Lincoln Financial Field, and the list goes on and on and on. Why? Because they have the money. They can afford it. How do they get their money? By leveraging us. We have to roll reverse and leverage them. It's exactly what uh, your plan, your knowledge, your expertise allows us to do. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, outstanding information. Yeah, there's just, uh, just to leave you with a couple things. There is a book called The Banker's Code. Uh, the Banker's Code, it was written by George Anton, and it, it is just a phenomenal book on teaching you how to um, be the bank. Now, if you want to see me in person, I'll be the keynote speaker at the Pitbull Conference uh, February 20 out in, out in Las Vegas. But, you know, at any time, anybody can email me, call me if they want to um, lend money to someone else, um, get involved with other people. I'll be more than happy to help them, uh, teach them the road to get the right securities attorney, the right lawyer, or just educate them on what they should be doing. And you can go to hopemattersradio.com. That's hope, H-O-P-E, mattersradio.com to review Steve's background, his bio, all of his contact information is there, or feel free to reach out to me directly and I'll make the connection. It's 855-775-HOPE. That's 855-775-4673. When you're ready to put your money to work for you, we have the resources. Justin Gall of Remax, thank you for being here. Thanks again. Great, great segment. And Steve, thank you very much for sharing your expertise. Uh, thanks so much, guys. I really had a good time. Definitely. Next week, we have a power-packed Hope Matters radio show coming up for you. We cover the basis of everything you need to know to create your own financial independence. What you need to do is take it to the next level. 
involve yourself, get your family involved. It's about the legacy that you want to leave behind one day. It's about the lifestyle you want to live starting out today or tomorrow. Call 855-775-4673 and I'll help you make it all work. Now go out and do something great for yourself, something outstanding for your family, and make a difference in your local community. It starts with you. Remember, define your future, don't be defined by it. Hope Matters Radio is brought to you by the Real Estate Radio Network. Visit HopeMattersRadio.com for more information. That's HopeMattersRadio.com.